0: Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified.
1: Welcome back to Life Simplified. So today we're going to be talking about building focus in our lives. And so over the past few weeks, we have covered prioritizing, we have covered organizing your space. So now that we're all masters at that, right, because we set some goals, so hopefully we've achieved those or working on those. And so now we're just going to think about how to build focus in our life. So whether it's at work or at home, it's always a very important task to do. So I'm not sure about you all and you all can chime in if you if this relates to you all, but have you ever, whether it's a Monday morning or maybe when you come back from a conference, you're like, I'm gonna do this. I've got this goal. I'm gonna rock it out. I'm gonna accomplish it. And then life happens, right? And you something happens at work Or someone comes into the office or you get a phone call or maybe something happens at home and it changes your day or maybe even your week. And so your focus is just gone. Has that ever happened to you all? I'm sure not, right?
2: I mean, have you been shadowing me?
0: (laughs) I think I call it like the squirrel moment where you're like, all right, I'm doing this thing. And then, oh, wait a minute. There's something I need to do. I'm going to go that way. And then I totally forget what I was just doing
1: we talked about eating the frog and how sometimes we don't want to do those tasks so maybe this building focus will help us out and give us maybe a little bit more directions and some goals to talk about
2: and i feel like there's constantly so many things running through my head things that i feel like i have to do that it's hard for me to focus on
1: the one thing it's that mental load
0: yeah Didn't right we just exactly
1: about that yeah see it all falls into place So today we're going to be talking about three different uh, points in conversation, or three points, and about building focus. We're going to be talking about prioritizing tasks, we are going to be talking about building focus, and we're also going to be talking about setting goals. So the first thing we're going to be talking about is prioritizing tasks. So we've mentioned this topic before, uh, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper into it. And so I just thought I'd kind of share like... An experience that really I struggle with with prioritizing tasks for me. So um, I kind of mentioned this a little bit in in our intro and how you think your day's going to go one way and it really doesn't go that way. So I've mentioned before that I have a young son; he's one year old. And if you've ever had kids or been around kids, your schedule is never your schedule. Or what you think it's going to be. And so especially over the past you know, few months, like he's been sick or something's happened and I've had to take off work or my husband's have to take off work and I get behind. And I'm sure you all probably have, even if it's not children. And I'm sure our listeners probably can relate to that, too. Um, it's just it's hard. It's hard to to prioritize things. So we are going to look at a way to prioritize called the in Eisenhower Matrix, and we can put this in the show notes so you can kind of visually see it. And it's really like a kind of like a tic tac toe type board for if you're a visual person. So, the matrix has you rank items by levels of urgency. And a lot of times, we may do this in our mind, but we may not write it down right. Uh, It basically says looking at things that are urgent and important, so things that you need to do first important not urgent so those are things that need to be done they can maybe done a little bit later but they're still very important and then urgent not important so those are those little tasks and that made me think about the eating the frog thing as well Mm -hmm. those things that we okay i can do this and you put those things off that are very important but really you can do them a little bit later So the next one is urgent, not important. And we've talked about this as well. Delegating, Mm -hmm. right? So delegating and that's important. So we're refocusing on that as well. And the last one's not urgent, not important. And you can eliminate that completely.
0: Ooh, I like that one. That one sounds good.
1: So how what do you all think about this? Do you use this or is this something maybe you do, but maybe not specifically in this way?
0: I think kind of like you said, we do this in our mind, but then I forget like what all was in there and how did I rank it? And this is neat. And I kind of wonder like in my head, I'm thinking to get like a whiteboard and divide it into this where I can put it on there and then as it's done, just like erase it and then add as I go like something that's just kind of like a a living to do list, um, but that I'm putting it on my list in this order so that I have more focus from the very beginning.
2: That's a really good idea. I, I'm the queen of sticky notes over here. And so I, I do order my tasks usually, and I will take one day of the week. Sometimes it's the end of the week, the thinking, okay, this is what I need to do for next week. And I will reorganize the to-do list in order. Um, I find myself really wanting to do those tasks that are super simple and that I like to do. They may not be urgent, um, they, they're still impor- important, but they're not super urgent, but I like to do them. So I'm going to do that before the one that I'm dreading doing. So I really need to be better about eating that frog. And as you're talking about this, I know the activity right now that is on my list that I need to do that is important. And it is it's, it's not super urgent yet, but it will be.
1: Right. And you all know me, I'm not the best at Making list or sticky notes. So I've been curious
2: about your list making because we talked about we list did. Hey, couple, I do a couple of episodes ago. How's your list making? It's going? going
1: well. I do have a list, so you all should be proud. And you didn't have to remind me about doing a task that you said you were going to have to because I already did it. Hey, I mean? true. Yeah, we did see? talk about that. We did. So um, I'm working on it, but I think that this would work better for me because I am a visual person. Mm-hmm. So just making a list is not. It does kind of help, but I think uh, like this matrix type thing maybe. And also, like you said, um, would just be better to say what's urgent, what's not urgent. And I like the delegate because sometimes Mm -hmm. we don't really do that. And so I think this also goes back into um, our word that we've always kind of been going with. So being intentional about Mm -hmm. things and trying to make it work.
0: Yeah, I just I really like this ranking system. I just think it would help. So I know, like like Ashley said, definitely I want to check things off or mark through them. And so it, you can get to those not important, do later ones and be like, yeah, I did all these, but then I didn't do my urgent ones. And, and then I panic. And I know sometimes I feel like I work good under pressure and I do, I can produce under pressure, but why do that all the time to myself and just increase that stress level for no reason?
1: And I think it also ties back into um, what you were talking about and the mental load. Mm -hmm. This could be something that we do at home with our families Mm -hmm. and those, whether it's, you know, things with the kids or where they have to go or, you know, laundry or dishes or, you know, whatever it is, maybe, or especially during the holiday season. I know everyone's always usually stressed, but having that visual thing at home and everybody can see it and kind of know. And that would also help delegate, too, I think. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think it's interesting that we actually have not urgent, not important, eliminate. Why do we keep things on our to-do list that really aren't important? They don't add value to anything, but we keep them on there and they hover over us when we could just get rid of them. And so I love that that's in here because I think we all do that. I think we all keep things on our to-do list that shouldn't be there anymore. And this will remind us like, okay, it's not urgent. It's not important. Get it out of here.
2: And I wonder if we go back to the doing things that other people think that we should be doing and, and we're worried about what others are thinking. So maybe that's why we're keeping them on that to do list because someone thinks it's important and we need to decide for ourselves and our family what is important.
0: Yeah, that goes back to our values conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is this something I value? And if it's not, why am I keeping it on my list? Um, it's just bogging me down.
1: So our second topic is building focus in general, and this is going to kind of talk about building focus and finding your flow when you're working, controlling your time, and we've mentioned that a little bit in the past, and then minimizing your distractions, which I think are all kind of hard things to do. We're going to start with finding flow. What do you all think about the finding flow? What do you think that means or what does that mean to you when you think about building focus or accomplishing tasks?
2: You're so into something that you're, you're not willing to stop. You don't want to stop. You're just right in it. You're surrounded by it. Yeah, I think
0: the getting started is hard. But once you get in and you're just it's going like things are just coming to you. It's coming naturally. You, you know, you're, you're getting the work done in a very proficient way.
1: You're all exactly right. So building flow is just becoming absorbed in what you're doing. And it talks about the internal motivation. So you're really internally drive to finish that task or it's just clicking. We've, we've mentioned before about doing the things that you're good at or things like that, like at the beginning of the day. And then at the end of the day, when you're maybe tired or kind of burn out a little bit, um, doing those tasks that could be the, those um, not urgent type things. Next, we're going to be doing the controlling your time. And this is just kind of really talking about that it, it can be difficult to focus. And I'm sure you all agree with that. So just trying to implement time-based tasks. So whether that's one minute or it's five minutes Or longer, whatever you all, whatever you could kind of say, I'm gonna take this task, I'm gonna have five minutes to do it, setting a timer. We've mentioned that before. And when that's off, go into the next thing. But there's also a method where you can toggle back between different things. So you can set a timer and say, 25 minutes, I'm gonna work on this task. I'm gonna take a minute break, and then I'm gonna come back, or five minute break, come back, spend another 25 minutes take another short break, and then whether you continue that for a little bit, maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then take a longer break. So do you all think maybe any of those things, you could adopt those? Or do you all do any of that stuff?
2: I think it would be really hard for me to stop in the middle of a task, especially if I've found that flow where Mm -hmm. I'm really... Mm -hmm. And maybe that's totally different. Maybe this is if you can't find that flow. If If it's something that you have to make yourself do, setting that timer. And I think that would actually... That would work, especially for this task that I'm thinking of in my head right now that I'm like, okay, you just have to do it. You're doing it this afternoon, probably tomorrow, but I'm going to do it and setting that timer and saying I'm going to spend this amount of time on that task because it is one that has to be done. Like I said, it's not urgent yet, but it will be if I keep putting it off.
0: I don't know. I struggle with this one. I don't like going back and forth between things like I like to be really focused in on one thing and knock it out and then go "Woo, done with that and check it off and go the next thing. So I, I think there's probably value in this and a way that I could do it. I'm just trying to figure out how that works for me. Um, well, it may not. And and it might not. It might not be my personality might not mesh with this. And that's
1: okay. And that's a good, a good thing to recognize. And listeners may be thinking the same thing. Like, I don't think I could do that. But you know what? Some people may. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it may just depend on your personality or maybe what task you're specifically doing, whether you could adopt it or not. For me, I'm thinking, oh, wait, I could probably do this when I'm cleaning at home. Oh, yeah. Because we've talked about before, you never clean faster than when somebody calls and says, I'm coming over in 20 minutes. I'll see you soon. And then you're rushing. So maybe if I think I've got 10 minutes to do this and then maybe it would make me clean faster. I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe like set a timer for each room and like I have this much time I'm going to spend in this space. Mm-hmm. And so get this as organized, cleaned, whatever the task is as possible. I could see that that working out for sure. So maybe maybe that's how this fits for me. It's just not maybe a work related thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And the last one about talking about building focus is managing tasks. So you could also use techniques to manage your task and that's tracking your task. That is deconstructing tasks. And we've mentioned that a little bit before where you break down larger tasks into smaller things. But this also talks about using the Eisenhower method for specific tasks. So maybe not a large scale. These are my this is my list. Maybe this task and here's how I need to divide it out into. And I've never really thought about that before. And then targeting tasks. So focusing on things that you are and you mentioned this a while ago, Ashley, you're good at. So that's targeting tasks that you are good at you want to do so that can help you manage your task a little bit better. And so that's kind of basically the, the wrapping up, the building the focus section, and then the next one is setting goals. And I think this is probably one of like the most important things about this this topic is it's important to have short and long term goals. And a lot of times we don't have that, or you have maybe a short term or a long term goal. You don't. I know I personally don't just sit down, take some time, and just think about where I'm going. A lot of times I do at work but maybe like goals at home or things like that. Do you all, can you all relate to that? Or do you all do, do you all have long-term or short-term goals?
2: No, I can definitely relate to that. And I think even there are things that I, that I picture in my head that I would like to do. But as far as sitting down and making that SMART goal, which I bet you're about to get into.
1: Exactly, yes. Um,
2: so I guess I have goals in my head, but as far as planning out how I'm going to get there, I don't know that...
1: I can say that I do that all the time. Right. And so I definitely don't. And so uh, like you mentioned a while ago, the smart, building a smart task. And I'm listeners, you may have heard this before, but it's just making a goal and then making sure it's specific, making sure that's measurable, making sure it's achievable and timely. And when you do that, it helps you put your goal in writing, of course, but it also helps you keep track. So we've talked we've really talked about managing your time and things like that. I think it's good because it takes like a dream or a wish, and
0: makes it reality, because you get to take a look at like, oh, this is what I would love to accomplish, or what I would love to do. But when it's just kind of floating out there in space, there's not really anything to like hone in on and say, okay, how how is this going to work? Is this possible? What are the steps I need to take? And this takes that dream and says, okay, how can I be more specific about it? How will I know if I've accomplished it? You know, all of those different things. Do I have a time limit? Because if it, time is like, infinite, then it becomes not urgent and maybe not important. And so it doesn't get on that to do list very well. And it keeps being shoved down. So I think this is really valuable, but not something that I think a lot of us take advantage of. I I mean, I think we know that it would be helpful, but it's making ourselves say, okay, like this dream, this wish is important enough that I need to focus in and make a plan for myself. This is the plan of the goal. Like this is
1: how I can get there. This makes me think I recently went into a school and the class was working on vision boards. Mm. When I was researching this, I was thinking, you know what, that's that's exactly what this is. It's probably a little more specific and time oriented versus the vision board. But this could be something that you do as a family or mm-hmm. something that you challenge your kids to do. This could be something you can do at work. I think this has a lot of opportunities.
2: I can think of one goal. There's a vacation that I really want to take. And it's not just the typical We're gonna take this vacation every year. It's a big, big special vacation that I'm like, this is where we wanna go. We wanna do this. But have I made any plans to actually make that a reality or is that just a dream? Right now, it's just a dream, but this, this motivates me to think about, okay, so if I want to take this or we want to take this, how much money do we need to save specifically towards that? How long is it going to take us to do that? And when do I want to make sure that we're able to do that by? So this, is, this has really motivated me to set that goal.
0: So that makes me think of um, the concept of a bucket list um, and listen out all those things like this would be the ultimate dreams that I would like to accomplish, the experiences I would like to have, the things I would like to do. And so maybe that's where it starts. Maybe you sit down with your family or just yourself and you make that bucket list like this is my personal bucket list. This is my couple bu- bucket list. This is my family, whatever. You can break it into stages and then get, OK, which one do we want to focus on and pick one at a time? And make this SMART goal, like sit at and write it out and make that plan. And then once you can check that off the bucket list, you go to the next one and then it's less overwhelming. And, and then you start making those dreams be
2: a goal that can become a reality. And I think that's a really good point to start with one. Mm-hmm. If we, I mean, we could make smart goals all day long, but then that's where that overwhelm comes back into play. So I think that's a really good point to pick that one that you want to go with. And maybe you pick one at work and you pick one at home.
0: Yeah, I think so. And one personal and maybe one family. I, mean, I think you can do, do it like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely when you start going, oh, well, these three, let's go for it. I think we set ourselves up for failure and then we get discouraged and we stop setting those smart goals.
1: So you all have already started with my challenge for the week. So I'm glad you all are thinking about it already. So our challenges, I have a couple different challenges. So you can do both or you can pick one. So one challenge is to start prioritizing your to-do list to use that matrix and whether that's broad, as we talked about, like an overall or it's just individual tasks and how you want to use it. And then also I wanted to challenge you all to create either a short term or a long term goal using the SMART method and to make sure that you do actually achieve it in the time that you needed to achieve it in. So you all are already on your way. Thank you all so much for joining us on today's episode of Life Simplified. Hopefully you had enjoyed it and maybe learned a couple new things today. If you have any questions or comments or anything, please just shoot us an email at life simplified podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening
0: to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky
2: Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at Life Simplified Podcast at gmail.com.